is the loftiest party, the wild, the wacky, the the tired, the rundown. But that's how much you mean to us. We're still coming at you. I'm in Tacoma. The other night, I was in Spokane. The night before that, I was in Portland. It has been the wackiest of wackiest trips. There was a little news made. We had some protesters. We had a little protest action going on in Portland. We'll get to that in a little bit. Right now, I want to say hello. Protesters in Portland. I know it's 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 hard to it's hard to comprehend protesters that in Portland. That never happens. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it it's the gypsy on the other line. It's fantastic. Okay, so you know who it was? Do you know who it was? Antifa. It was there was a guy. Who was uh, who was who was going to speak at like the the Portland Oregon College Republicans Club? And some doofus kid came in, just banging on a cowbell, just banging on a cowbell, interrupted the whole thing. The co- it took like the cops an hour to step in and finally uh, get this kid out of there. It's the same kid. It's the same kid. However, did he have the cowbell? No, he did not have the oh. cowbell. And that was the that was the big joke I was going to do on Fox News. I was going to do my Christopher Walken. I say this kid, he's got a fever for more socialism, but and the only prescription is more cowbell. Right. Here's the big difference. Uh, this kid figured out there is a a difference between the college Republican club and a bunch of grown up Republicans. <laughs> it was he was he was ill prepared for these people. We're not going to give him uh, a lot of leeway. They, there was a boatload of people in Portland. A really? Boat, oh, my Lord. Stacy, they, 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 uh, they were waving American flag. I'm not even kidding. Why don't I tried these to get, people vote? I, there's just not enough of them. I guess there's just not enough of them. I, uh, I posted a video, and, and it started just a hair too late. These, they, had, they had spontaneously started singing God Bless America. This is waiting to get into the theater. There was like 50, 60 people. The line was going around the block. You couldn't see it on the video from, from where I was uh, set up. But I'm like, holy crap, they're singing God Bless America. They're waving the American flag. It's nuts. And then shortly after I left, uh, this kid showed up, and there was a little bit of a confrontation it was caught on tape. He had, uh, he didn't have his cowbell. He had some mace. And boy, howdy, these, these, uh, these patriots, I call them, they set upon him. And he, he quickly did the math. He's like, huh, there's one of me and there's a couple hundred of them. I think I'm going to retreat. <laughs> he brought it was mace. awesome. Say what? You said he brought mace. Yeah, he had a big, uh, he had a big thing of like, uh, like, like you use it on a bear, like bear mace. It was like a big industrial. He didn't unleash it. He didn't. He didn't spray it on anybody. Thank God. He didn't. He didn't unload. But yeah, my Why would big you concern. Even bring that. You're not allowed to mace people. I, I think what he was probably hoping to do was to uh, start a confrontation, have somebody put their hands on him, and then he would mace them in self-defense. That's the, I think that's the uh, traditional protesters math that he was doing. But it, it's funny, like everybody's hip to this now. Everybody's hip to it. Even like the Covington kid, you know, he's like, okay, I'm just going to stand here. Cause if I touch him, then all of a sudden it's crazy. We're such a litigious society, but the, the, it, it didn't work. 
his little sh- screaming match didn't work. And I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this, the Portland show was insane. It was insane. And, and Spokane was really good last night. Uh, I, I think, I think right now it's Portland. If I had to go one, two, three, I, uh, Portland is my number one show. Uh, Spokane comes in at number two and then we'll see what happens in Tacoma, uh, tonight. But we raised, we started doing this new thing where we kind of like, uh, uh, you know, we have our merchandise out in the lobby and then we, uh, we started raising money for charities, which is a great thing. It's like, Hey, everybody's already here. We're already like-minded. So these, uh, Combat vet, they do like motorcycle rides and they they raise money for for vets with PTSD and combat injuries. And so we raised uh, a couple thousand dollars for those dudes last night, had an absolute blast. And I know you've lived everywhere. I know you've lived in every major city in America. Have That's you ever... not exactly true, but do go on. <laughs> it's close. It's close. It's like you've lived in Manhattan. You've lived in New York. You've lived in San Francisco. You've, you've been everywhere. No, I never lived in Manhattan. I just went to Manhattan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I traveled you... a lot, too, for work. So. And because you're a gypsy and it's in your blood. And, and you have to... And you have to pull up stakes for the gypsy caravan before the locals get wise to you're not really telling their fortunes. Um, have you ever have you ever spent any time in in Portland or Spokane or Tacoma? Actually, um, Oregon and Washington are two states I have not been to. I have been to Idaho and Montana though. Okay, we had a lot of people from Idaho. A lot of people made from the trip from Idaho last night. I I love Idaho. Idaho is. Gorgeous. Star I've Valley. Never, awesome I have, place. Say what? Star Valley. Never been there. I spent a lot of time in Boise and, and some time in uh, Coeur d'Alene. Okie doke. Just gorgeous. And let mm-hmm. me tell you, uh, Portland, gorgeous town. Now, maybe it was just the weather. Maybe it's the weather and spring is in the air and everybody's feeling good. Portland is gorgeous. Spokane is gorgeous. Uh-huh. We just we just rolled into Tacoma, and I ain't I ain't mad at Tacoma. The sun is shining, the sky is blue, really? the mountains are beautiful. No rain. No, no. We had Here. a little bit. We had a little bit of rain in Portland, but that was about it. But man, there's like in in Spo- Spokane. They might not be. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Spokane, Spokane. I don't even know. Uh, there's like a ski resort like right there. Like mm-hmm. within spitting distance, you can you can just you can just get in your car and go. It looks like That's it's Mount like Rainier? like twenty minutes away. Is that Mount Rainier? I think. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm I'm digging it. The shows are going great. We're meeting tons of people, uh, so it's thrilling. However, here's here's the deal. Uh, I did uh, I did Varney and Company. The other morning on the Fox Business Channel, that was great. And then they're like, "Hey, can you do uh, Fox and Friends tomorrow?" And I'm like, "Sure, I can." But I'm going to be in Spokane, and they're like, "Hey, that's no problem." And then they couldn't get a person to man the satellite, so then they're like, "Well, maybe we'll do it the next day." So they call me up. They're like, "Hey, can you do Fox and Friends uh, from Tacoma?" And I'm like, "Sure." And they're they were going to send a car and get me from Tacoma to Seattle. It was, it was just madness. So every day. I've been getting up early, prepared to do Fox News, and the, the last email I got from them like an hour ago was, don't be mad. <laughs> They're rescheduling me uh, for Tuesday. 
So okay. I'm running. I, I get like uh, four hours of sleep. Uh, I get up. We hop in the van. We drive to a new location. We do a sound check. We set up. We do a show. I go back. It's just been uh, madness, absolute madness. And there's so much going on in the world that we got to talk about. That's that's all like that's all just deplorable show. Uh, Fox News uh, madness right there. You want to hear the sound of a? Here's the sound of a Red Bull opening. You said what? It's been a fantastic week. It has. It has. Now, what what do you got? What's on your radar? And then we'll I'll tell you what's on my radar. Oh, it just it started over a week ago, and it it just keeps going. Like every morning, I see Tater making an absolute fool of himself. Um, it just, you know, we had Cheryl Atkinson interviewing Carter Page today. I listened I to- I missed that. What happened? What happened? Basically, he's just like, I was helping the intelligence services starting in like 2014. I have no idea what they were thinking. When he found out they were looking at him, he actually wrote James Comey a letter. Like, ask me anything, dude. Here's what I've done. <laughs> I, I think I told you this, and it's probably – I met though. Carter Page at, uh, at uh, Politicon last summer, and I talked to him for a little bit, and he seems like, like a genuinely nice person. Like you can kind of tell. You get a vibe off of – he seems like a genuinely uh, – yeah, I don't think there was – I don't think that dude was ever hiding anything. But you know so what? what else? Like his demeanor doesn't make sense when he's discussing what he went through. He should be angrier. Yeah, uh, he's you know just what? not I'll, even angry. He seemed very not laid back about it, but he's like, "Yeah, I got my lawyers on it, and it's just not fair." And he's like, "He's one of those guys who's suing him for a dollar." It's like he's suing him for you know, just cover my legal expenses and then give me a cover dollar. Cover my legal effect, expenses and then apologize to me publicly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about that? That would be uh, fantastic. Oh, that would be like- fantastic. Watching the whole mainstream media, you know, just doubling down and then watching Republicans tell Adam Schiff to resign on the Intelligence Committee. Like, oh, my God, you guys finally grew some cojones. It's it's wonderful. And it's crazy here. And this will this 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 is going to make you feel really good. This is going to make you feel really good. Last night I'm on stage and I'm just riffing, you know, and I'm like. Uh, talk about now that this Mueller thing is behind us. Now that now that we're done with Mueller, we can start, and and the place goes crazy. And I go, and, and then I'm like, yeah, we can start looking at who was behind it. We can start looking at Comey. We can start looking at Clapper. We can start looking at Branner. And 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 people are losing their minds. They're right there. They are right. The, that whole uh, if they if they thought people were cheering lock her up a lot in 2016. Holy crap. When like a thousand people, they're like, they're on it. They they really want uh, justice for the people who did this with the FISA abuse and, and uh, all of it. This I don't think this is going to go away anytime soon uh, for, for Jimmy Comey and the boys. I don't think you're going to be able to get away without doing what Lindsey Graham wants to do and appointing a special counsel again, someone who's not a Senate committee, who's not a House committee, who's not the DOJ and not the FBI, um, to look into what actually happened because I did, I listened to an entire podcast with Byron York today who writes for the Washington Examiner. Yeah, um, he's good. 
and he and Andrew McCarthy and, you know, Cheryl Ackeson and Kimberly Strassel and Sarah Carter, D.C., those are the people I've been reading about this, you know, from MZ Hemingway, Molly Hemingway, um, yeah. the Federalist. And, you know, there's actually a couple liberals that were writing pretty good stuff on it, too. Um, uh, Greg Gutwald, Gutwald, is that his last name? The left has just did- been eviscerating him since the, the Comey, or since the Mueller letter. Um, and gotcha. Michael Tracy. Um, so I've been reading all these people, and so there was a, a uh, interview with Byron York and John Dowd, President Trump's first attorney in the matter. Mm-hmm. That was just maddening, and do you know what it validated? Do you know what it seriously validated for me? What? Remember when I told you Mueller was going to boogie out as soon as Barr got in the chair? Yeah. That's exactly what happened. If they what? had taken any longer to see that investigation was going to go until they replaced Sessions. They were going to drag they... it out as long as they could. Wow. According wow. to Dowd in this podcast, okay, as of December of 2017, Mueller was done with the collusion thing. And in fact, told him on March 5th of 2018, in not so many words, the president was in the clear. He told this to Barr? He told this to Dowd, the president's lawyer. Oh, okay. Lawyer. And yeah, then Dowd okay. stepped oh, that- aside and, and um, who's the guy? Uh, Seculo took over. Gotcha, gotcha. Now I know who you're talking about. The, that, that Dowd guy is that is that big dude. He looks like one of the... Older uh, gentlemen, Yeah. Been around yeah, for a while. He looks like somebody. He looks like somebody out of Harry Potter. I can't. I don't know. If I, <laughs> but he does. You know what I'm talking I know, about. If you get it, if you get a chance to listen to this, and he brought up the fact that Rosenstein never like told anybody, never gave them a professional courtesy heads up to include his boss Jeff Sessions that he had appointed Mueller. Man, so do you think they were going to try to keep this thing going through 2020 oh, and like affect the election that way? Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. If they had not, wow. if, if, if if an attorney general had not been selected and confirmed, the Mueller the Mueller investigation would still be going. I firmly believe that. Holy The last crap. thing that this particular group wanted was an attorney general overseeing what they were doing. And it Man. just kind of re-ups, I, you know, thanks, thanks, Rod. Thanks, Rod Rosenstein, for saying there was no obstruction. I still think you're a snake in the grass. Yeah. 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 I think he's a snake in the grass. So what's the like benefit? What is, is the benefit of keeping Rod Rosenstein around so he can kind of sign off a two with Barr so it just doesn't look like Oh, yeah, totally... yeah, that was total, that was total politics. Very well done. By Mr. Barr. Yeah. Pat on the back, sir. I like him already. <laughs> yeah. And it's not yeah. just because it's the way he's handling everything. Right. Everything's very consistent. The messaging is very consistent. And he's saying, I'll release this report, but I'm bringing in Mueller to tell me where the grand jury stuff is so we don't break the law. I mean, he's being very specific about what he's doing. That's the thing that drives me crazy the total disingenuous nature of all, like, the Adam Schiff's and the Nancy Pelosi's and all that. They're like, we want, we want the report and we demand to see it now. We demand to see it now. And 
you you know there's stuff in there they just they're not allowed to. You, you know there's stuff that they by law now, and there's stuff you can't see. And as Congress, you had the right to do your own investigation, and you did, <laughs> and it's over. You didn't yeah. find anything either. And the other thing was Schiff, and I'm just getting I'm just getting things off my Benson chest Mac. at this point. Adam Schiff saying, "I have evidence. I have evidence. I've seen the evidence." And like, dude, you better cough it up. You better cough it up. He keeps he keeps this whole collusion conspiracy thing going, saying he's seen evidence. You need that. You better start freaking cards on the table, Jack. Cards on the table. Did you see Pre- President Crenshaw twenty twenty four respond to him? That was awesome too. No, I didn't. Quote tweeted him and said, I've been listening to this for two years. Show it or shut up. Yeah. Like, we're done with you, dude. And who are the idiots who keep electing this pencil neck moron? I love that nickname, by the way. That's too hilarious. There was uh, someone who's a a fan of uh, the Loftus Party sent me uh, this. I I tweeted it out the other day. It just made me laugh out loud. It was like a a box of sharpened pencils. And then the... (laughs) Adam Schiff in it. (laughs) Adam Schiff's ancestry DNA results. Oh, God. I mean, he is just absolutely ridiculous. And then we had the dumbest woman, well, the third dumbest woman in Congress. Sheila Jackson Lee is number one. Maxine Waters is number two. Maisie Hirono. I guess she's a senator. She's the dumbest woman in the Senate. Yeah, she's the one who was like, all these men need to shut up. Well, no, because the other thing I fell in love with this week was Mitch McConnell when he decided to make them all vote on the Green New Deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was And then awesome. they all voted present. Present, you chickens. But then the interview with Maisie Hirono, like, why didn't you vote yes? Da, 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 da. And she was, like, completely clueless about what this thing... Well, do you understand there would be no more airplanes? You live on an island. <laughs> she yeah. Says, she says something to the effect of, I don't remember. But we're working on a train system. Oh, a train from Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. I'll take the, I'll take the, I'll take the high-speed rail from yeah. uh, San Francisco God, to she's Hawaii. she's another one. Like, are you people stupid? Why do you keep electing this woman? It's... The, the the whole thing, and it's like, do we, maybe we were talking about this last week, but uh, the whole Green New Deal, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was even saying in a recent interview, she's like, it's our North Star. It's our North Star. That's just where they're, that's where they're aiming. That's where they're aiming. And, and they ask for this giant level of ridiculousness, and if they get 25% of that, I think they're okay. 25% I just, I, is too much. All they really need. Exactly. All they really need. To make their benefactors happy. And and this is what I truly believe, right? So the benefactors of the entire climate movement are all of these people that have investment companies, right? That are investing in sustainable technologies. And all you have to do is look at Buffalo to find out how those go without government mandates. All they are looking for is government mandates for alternative energy so they can mm-hmm. make their money and get out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I saw? A statistic I saw, and I have not verified it. I, I verified the back end, but I have not ver- verified the front end. When, yeah, when, I'm just, I'm just happy that you said you verified the back end. Yeah, yeah, that double entendre. I you, as you that. said, as as you said it, you knew it sounded so dirty. Yeah, I, I did, but I had to keep end. going. Had to keep going. 
Um, <laughs> so Al Gore, right? Yeah. I've told you about his investment company, Blood and Gore, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, dude was worth $2 million when he left the White House. He's now right. worth $300 million. Don't yeah. tell me the climate cabal doesn't pay. Dig it. <laughs> Dig it. I did – that was like – I think that was like the very first monologue – I did uh, for the flip side and I was really I just starting to really start to dig into politics and these dudes presented me with all these facts and it was just shocking like the investments that Al Gore made mm -hmm. and the clean energy this and he partnered mm -hmm. up with those people and he's got a yep. real uh, a, a literally literally uh, a, a financial interest in Dude. in keeping climate change going one organization that's a bundler on the left Tell me if I'm repeating myself because I okay. talk about this all the time. But one organization, Climate Works, okay, they're a bundler. So they take money from the Grantham Foundation, the Hewlett Foundation, the Packard Foundation, the Ford Foundation, right? All these big dollar foundations donate to Climate Works, then the money disappears and they spin it all up and then they spit it back out into the into the smaller organizations, right? Mm-hmm. Total salaries ten people, nearly Two million dollars. Damn. Total salaries and compensation, two million dollars. Yup. For ten people. Yep. yep. It's a. It is now, a good racket. It's a it's good a totally racket. It's a totally good racket. And all of these people are one hundred percent. Like one dude, I don't even remember his name. Got so mad at me on Twitter because I put out my stuff on climate change, and the next thing I know, a climate author is responding to me. I'm like, dude, worried about your speaking fees? Don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't talk to me. If you're invested financially in this, I'm not going to believe you for one second. And that is, oh, what is the phrase? What is the phrase? People believe, is it, is it emotions? People believe emotions and not accountants. It's so hard to, uh, and this is what makes it such a great racket. Here's what makes climate change such a great racket. Because like somebody came at. in 12 years. Yeah, somebody somebody was making fun of the new Green Deal on the the floor, uh, and then Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is like, "That's that's great that you think this is such a joke, but what about our children? What about the children that are going to grow up in a world without blah 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 blah? And like, it's, how do you fight that? Did you see Mike Lee's? Yeah, that dude he went over the top. That was he is so he went, dry. Like, that was funny though. It was, but he like went a couple too far. He went a couple too far. Like I always, I always love seeing Reagan on the back of a Velociraptor with a machine gun. Like yeah, that's always just good. It's kind of like seeing George W. Bush on the back of a shark with a machine gun. That's a good <laughs> one too. I've seen that T-shirt. I want it. It's a, it's I, a classic. I actually like the Reagan one better. I think, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's gonna be tough. You know, and that's why it's it's great that you can that, that we can connect these dots like, you know, Al Gore had X amount of money. Then he invested in this company for climate change. And then that blah, blah, blah that blew up. And now he's worth. So when you can connect those dots for people, I, I think it really helps. But that's like it's oddly enough, this comes back to uh, the live touring comedy show that I'm in. It's like mm -hmm. no one's in the world of entertainment. No one's in the world of entertainment. So. 
we have to start because you can't lose the culture war. And the left does such a great job at framing these issues with with emotion, you know, and it's like it's like what they've learned from uh, from television and propaganda. It, it is hard to fight. And when they have the emotional argument and then we're coming back with, well, this guy made this much money. It, it is kind of an uphill battle. And I think it's just. Well, it's we just kind of an of uphill battle, but you also have to you have to separate the true believers from the people behind the whole thing. So I don't necessarily impugn Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for her motives. I think she's a true believer. Yeah. I impugn the people that are setting her up. I mean, if you look, if you, okay, so Dr. Moore, I can't remember his first name, one of the founders of Greenpeace. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe all this nonsense, and he was one of the first people with a PhD in ecology. He knows more about yeah. how the Earth formed in the various stages and what happened when and how the dinosaurs died, right? So he's not a believer. Google actually removed him from being a founder of Greenpeace. Yeah. In Google search. Yep. That is insane. It is. It is. Completely and it's like, insane. Because you know like, who still had him as a founder of Greenpeace the day Google removed him? Who? Greenpeace. <laughs> I archived it and I sent it to him. Um, that's fantastic. That's but I mean, fantastic. that's the other thing too, because so you had Mike Lee do that thing, right? Yep. And Mike Lee has a very like Ben Shapiro called it a Bob Newhart de- delivery. He's a straight yeah. man, right? Yeah. So then the media comes out and goes, Mike Lee's bizarre response to the Green New Deal. No, that wasn't bizarre. You people are stupid. It was completely obvious what he was doing. Why are you lying? Yes, yes. <laughs> but that's, Why are you that's, lying? that's how they because that's how they have to frame it, you know. I know. With like that was a that was a bizarre response. They do it to Trump every time, you know. When 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 Trump goes off on some hilarious tangent when he's doing like. Like the, the the rally the other night was the best. The rally the other night was the best. But he'll he'll do something and it's just hilarious. And they'll go, you know, his, his bizarre rant or his, you know, he's he's unhinged. He's lost touch with reality. Well, that's yeah, usually what no. you do when you're being funny is is you you make things larger than life, and that's mm-hmm. that's where comedy is born. That's why Trump is so good at what he does. Well, I mean. Adam Schiff is never getting rid of pencil neck now. No, it's wonderful. No. It's wonderful. No. I can't wait till he starts giving nicknames to the 2020 primary candidates. Oh, and speaking of 2020, did you see they're killing Biden already? Oh, what did they bring up today? What did they find? No, it was yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? Some girl who ran for lieutenant governor out in Nevada had no chance yeah. of winning. They sent Biden and his team around, and, and he sniffed her hair or something. Dude, how mm-hmm. many pictures have you seen of Joe Biden inappropriately sniffing women since yeah. he was vice president? Like, this is not news. Yeah, he's he's definitely got a thing. He's got a thing for he likes to get really close in there and smell their hair and it's well, creepy. It's he, creepy. He's creepy, but he's this has been going on for years. Yeah, like, well, there no. are dozens of pictures of him doing this to women. All of a sudden, this one woman where there's no pictures of him doing it writes an article and now the entire left is he's got to go. He's got to well, go. No, the only reason he's got to go 
is because he's leading in the polls and he isn't intersectional enough. Because well, you guys have tolerated this for his entire political career. But isn't it now a Democrat who's complaining? Well, now it's a Democrat who's complaining, but a Democrat complained about Keith Ellison. You never hear about her anymore. I believe it's Democrats complaining about the lieutenant governor in Virginia. He's Nothing happened there. to him. No, they got to get rid of Joe Biden because he's an old white man, period. And the only thing that saves Bernie Sanders, and they'll get around to like kneecapping him eventually, um, is the fact that he's a socialist. But isn't that really the, the only people who are exciting on the Democratic side right now are the old white dudes and the middle-aged white guy? Isn't it really uh, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, and Robert Kamala Francis? Kamala Harris is connected, com- collecting some big donor dollars from what I saw this week. And the other one, I can't say his name, Pete Buttigieg. What are you? Pete Buttigieg. I've heard people pronounce it. I can't do it. If he becomes our president, I'm screwed. The guy's name is like butt gig or butt guy or something, right? No, the G's are like (laughs) Where's he from? I know who you're talking about. He's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, but he actually Uh beat Beto in a poll. Or Robert Francis. I gotta stop calling him Beto. Yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally. I, I need one of those shock collars. Yeah, we, where we every don't. Time we I don't actually, say the names of shooters, and we don't call Robert Francis by his preferred nickname. Yes, he's he's yes. Robert Francis, the kid with Robert the wacky Francis. arm. Robert Francis, the billionaire's um, billionaire daughter's wife. Oh yeah, and I guess his dad was his dad a judge. His dad was a judge. His family is wealthy in its own right. He got to run around the country, you know, dressing up as a fox and doing his little punk band and whatever. Uh, I mean, like, he's unemployed right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's unemployed, and he went on some Jack Kerouac freaking jaunt to talk to people, wrote these really weird diary entries. Like, I don't get the fascination with this guy. Like, literally, if he was my neighborhood, he would not, he would not be invited to the barbecue. I I don't get it either. I really don't. Like, I, I mean, think he's creepy. He's got he he definitely has the uh the Bobby Kennedy vibe. You know, he's got the young <sighs> No, I don't remember Bobby Kennedy waving his arms around like that. Me neither, but he and I I really think he studied studied this mannerism. It's the way he 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 runs his hand across his hair. He like flattens his hair down and and it's very very much uh Bobby Kennedy. He also has that same kind of like, like weird Chiseled mouthy face. Thing, yeah, he, yeah. I, I I don't see it. It's like yeah, he's he's the trust fund kid who went out and and played like, look at me, I'm a punk rocker. Look at me, I'm a hacker, and all this stuff. And now and then he gets now to come I back. Be your president. And, yeah, and the dude is just a moron. The well, dude he's is just and, and like, weird. He's weird and he's stupid. Like, like right after the Mueller report comes out and they're like, you know, no new, no new charges are coming. Nothing's going to happen from this. It exonerates the president. Uh, then you have uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke uh, on stage. Uh, his arm is going crazy. And, and I do believe uh, there was a conspiracy and our president did collude uh, no matter how ham-handedly 
And like, okay, I understand you just learned the phrase ham-handedly, but if he would have really done it, and if it really would have been done ham-handedly, he would have been caught, you tool. You don't even, you don't really, you don't even know what ham-handedly okay. means. Here's the thing. They like to phrase Robert Francis as some, like, cool millennial candidate. He's not. He's my age. Yeah. Okay? He's Gen he's, X. We're Gen 30. X. We wouldn't have talked to him in high school. Oh, somebody would have. Somebody would have. Somebody you know would have, but it would have been like it, it would have been it would have been the other kids in the band. They're like, listen, you guys, we should we should let Robert Francis in the band. And the real punk rockers, the kids who grew up poor, be like, No way, we're not letting that guy in there. He's too preppy. I'm like, you guys, he's rich. He can buy a drum kit and he can buy a PA. And we'll <laughs> make like, him okay. wear the furry costume. <laughs> He can be the. Then you're like, okay, he can be the bass player. But if he talks to me too much, I'm gonna punch him. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he has to wear the lamb costume. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and if we ever do, and if we ever do press, he gets to. He has to wear a dress, and that's. Yeah, that dude is a loser, an absolute loser. He, he was <laughs> the kid that the only reason people hang around with him because he had money. Yes. 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 You guys, I want to go out drinking. Oh, I don't get paid till Friday. Well, call let's, Robert let's Francis. Do, yeah, call Robbie. Call Robbie F. He'll he'll show up. His dad's got money. And then if He's we get pulled loaded. over for DUI, his dad's a judge. We won't even go to jail. <laughs> we won't even get in trouble. Oh, that yeah. was probably another thing that got him friends. Oh, absolutely. Heck yes, he's connected. Hell, he had a DUI and and nothing nothing I know, happened. But we were just like way too cynical and way too like. No way. No way. And, I mean, you read these stories about these women that dated him in college. and Oh, he was always carrying a book. And this, I'm like, you're dumb. You're dumb. Yeah. Well, this is actually, he, that was he a must great. must have been like a dumb girl magnet. I swear to God. He was, he was sensitive. He was rich and all this Ugh. stuff. And this is actually a, a great segue into, I, I wanted to talk about this this week. The, the this, and I, I I think I just saved it to bookmarks. I didn't tweet it out. But this guy's doing a study about uh, people's sex lives, right? Yeah. Uh, guys under 30 aren't getting none. The share, this is really scary. The share of men under 30 who are not having sex has nearly tripled in the last 10 years. Well, I mean, it is. Name? Say what? what? Like the whole founder of the Me Too thing. Like it was Lena Dunham or somebody like that writes in Vanity Fair, one of these other rags, she's in there complaining about her sex life and how since Me Too, men don't like to be rough in bed anymore. And then when one is rough with her, she tells him he's a little too rough. Try to tone it down. It's like, what do you want? I yeah. don't blame men for being confused and kind of saying, no, thank you. <laughs> it is, uh, it's, it's, I, I find these numbers really, like, it's, it's scary. Because I always... Like, I always think, okay, because of this, well, then what happens? Well, then what happens? But it's not, it's not they good for our... They watch a lot of porn, they play a lot of video games, and they hang out with the bros. But it's not good for our civilization. It's, it's not, not good for our not culture. It's not, dating either. Like, you and I have talked about this before, right? When they do want to have sex, they go out to a bar, and they have sex, and then they don't call the girl. This is what oh. feminists have done to themselves. Well, here's the bad part. It's going to ruin society. It's going to ruin society. People aren't going to have these social skills that you really need. And uh, what is it like the incels? 
the the guys who were just like sitting around in their they're, apartments and they never like, had sex. Yeah, but they're they're like super dark. All I'm saying is this. I don't blame men for being confused about who they can approach and how they can approach them because it's very confusing. Yes. Yes. It you know, is. like I'm even the watching environment so, uh, is bad. This, this isn't a spoiler because you've probably seen the new trailer for Homecoming. I have not. I've, I've been so off the reservation. Oh, it's been out for a couple weeks. Okay, well, oh, then then I probably have seen it. I thought okay, there was like a yeah. new, new But, one. I mean, he likes the dark-haired girl with the wavy hair. Who does? Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. likes the dark-haired girl with the wavy hair. And he likes, in part of the trailer, he tells her she looks pretty. Yeah. And she's like, oh, so I've met my goals for objectification or something. And I'm like, they did not just do this. <laughs> and then his chin drops and she goes i'm just kidding with you you look pretty too i'm like boys oh I, aren't pretty. I did see that huh yeah i did see that one i did see that one but that I'm was and like, that was no 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 no. let's not put this in marvel no it's everywhere I just want it's you everywhere to know. i want you to know i've now seen captain marvel twice damn <laughs> Damn. I've seen it twice and you have not seen it once. I have not. And I got I gotta really hurry up. I gotta I gotta I, hurry I, up. You've I, only got like three weeks till endgame comes out. I know, that's what I'm saying. And like I don't know how much longer it's gonna be uh in the theaters. I gotta get I gotta get out there like like this weekend. Like ASAP. Holy the crap. The weekend is over, dude. Well, I'll just say this and I'll just say it publicly. This it it, it I think it's very disconcerting that people like 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 no sex is not good no sex is not good especially for young men and like there's it's we're talking about like dna like caveman crap and i'm really concerned that these really frustrated middle-aged dudes like in their 30s who they're just gonna start popping like popcorn they're just going to lose. I, I don't. It, it is nothing. Nothing good. Nothing good comes from uh, this. I, I said this a million it's years ago. It's been going ago. on in Britain for a while, though. I guess that's true. I know. I was really concerned with China. Remember when China was doing the 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 one kid thing, and you could yeah. only have, and and everybody was having boys. Everybody was having boys, and I'm like, this is not good. You don't oh, yeah, want like. No, they they have a total imbalance now. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a mm-hmm. bunch of horny dudes, and that's yep. that's that's no the, bueno. On the good note, news note though, the Bring divorce it. rate is going down. The what rate's going down? So the divorce rate peaks late boomers, early Gen X, and yeah. millennials when they decide to get married, they're staying married. Well, that's great. Good yeah, for them. I think, well, a lot of people are theorizing that it's gone from because like. During the whole sexual revolution and be free and easy and all that stuff, it was, you know, you're supposed to find your one true love. Well, that's that's a lot of searching, right? Yes. So you thought you found your one true love and then you meet your secretary and go, whoops. <laughs> right? <laughs> so now they're saying that the thought pattern appears to be from surveying that millennials and, and, and those – and um. That generation 
are going back to marriage as an institution. So that would be I awesome. love this person. They may not be my soulmate, but we're actually going to build something together. Yeah. So well, that's, I that's that kind of romantic. Cool. Huh? I think that's kind of romantic, you yeah. know? And uh and that's what we're all about. That's what we're all about. We're all about. Um I I ugh, I just I feel I feel bad for the kids. I feel bad for the kids just not having that I, I, Oh my gosh. I I got well, think about like how I was. You don't want to watch Gen Z. That polling's going to make you want to just jump off a building. What's going on there? What's up with those guys? Um half of them don't learn to drive by the time they're 18. Um 70% of them don't date in high school. Um would you like me to go on? Ouch. Ouch. Their adolescence is extremely prolonged. Um, They don't go out with their friends. They go out with their families. Yeah. It's 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 literally like the the adolescence is. And, you know, I saw this raising my kids because I was the weird mom. I'm like, go ride your bike. Go outside. I live in this lovely community where you have pools and playgrounds. Go use them. I pay the HOA. Right. And my kids would be the only one out there. My son would go knock on somebody's door and they'd say, come on in. Like, kids weren't allowed to go out and play, even in, like, this one square mile community with an elementary school in the middle um, that was planned for families. Yeah. (laughs) It was bizarre. They don't let kids go out and play anymore. Man, I saw the coolest thing. We stopped in the middle of nowhere to get gas. I can't remember what little town we were in in, in uh, uh, Oregon the other day. And it was like this really tiny town. We stopped at this gas station, and there's like these two, like, they look to be like 13 or 14-year-old kids just walking their bikes down the street. They had just come from the gas station to get a pop. And they're just like throwing sticks as they walk their bikes. And I'm like, those kids have it together. Yep. Those kids are they're having the be best fine. childhood ever. They're, there's they're a future president. You know what I finally figured out? Huh. That's why I love Stranger Things so much. Boy, howdy. It's coming Boy, back in howdy. July. Yeah. Season you see three. The, did you see the trailer? Did you see the trailer bikes. at theloftestparty.com? They're 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 riding bikes. They're hiding things from their parents. They're scaring the crap out of themselves. I mean, that was like my childhood. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a fond look back. It's like it was like what Spielberg did so well. The slice of life stuff with like yeah. Poltergeist and and other E. T. A bunch of those movies. I say Poltergeist because he was the producer on that for the people who are keeping well, track I at home. Think but like, things has a very Poltergeist kind of feel. No, it does. That's it's like yeah. it's like everything that Spielberg did well in you know E.T. in those movies. Mm-hmm. These guys just are crushing it. Yeah, we had yep. the trailer up uh, at the Loftus party a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, just just from the trailer, you're like, I get Crush excited because like I didn't think season two was going to be that good. I really oh, didn't. No. I thought. I'm just telling you, from season one of Stranger Things was so great, was mm-hmm. so great. I'm like, I'm like, there's no way they can follow that up. And they did. Season two was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Season two was so was so phenomenal. I'm literally excited for season three. It's like being excited for, uh, you know, Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Like, yeah, Empire Strikes Back was great. Right. <laughs> I am. I'm stoked. I'm stoked for that. There's so much good stuff. 
Well, and somebody uh, told me about one I have to watch now. It's it's the Motley Crue biopic, and you know me and hair bands. Come on. Yeah. 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 So it's I would like Dirt to see it on Netflix. I've heard it's I've heard it's fabulous. Yeah, I've I've heard good stuff about that as well. And Motley Crue, like definitely, that was not my bag. That was not my totally. cup of tea back in the day. However. I got a, I got a lot of respect for those guys for keeping it together as long as they did. It's man. like um, Def Leppard, man. I was never into Def Leppard, but then when you start finding out about the personalities and the stuff they went through, you're like, I can't blame those guys. <laughs> you can't be mad at them. I, I, I hate I hate that I can't hate Def Leppard anymore. I used to despise them, and I'm like, eh, they're oh, all right. No, see, I, I was all there, all there. Uh, there you have it. Motley Crue, Metallica. All of it, Queensrÿche. Oh God, I can do. I can. I can give you a little bit of White Snake. That's about it. That's about as far Operation as I go. Operation Mindcrime is one of the best albums ever. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> but you listen to the Rolling Stones. I love the Rolling Stones. Can't we had, stand we had, them. <laughs> we had a, we had a little listening party in the van on the way here. We were all over the place. We were all over the place. It was yeah. great. Well, yeah, we have a certain potential guest that I'm really excited about having on. Well, we do. We, uh, if we're talking about the same person, if we're talking about my buddy uh, Brian. Yes. Uh, yeah, Brian will definitely be doing the show. He's at Soundcheck uh, right now. But man, oh man, that guy. Uh, I'll, I'll tease the appearance here. Brian Hayner really like and, and you keep finding out more and more about him. I, I met him a million years ago. Just when I'm like, oh, he's a he's a guitar act. He's a comedian. He's a he's a guitar act. He plays the guitar, and then you find out, oh wow, not only does he play the guitar, he was like a big session musician, and he mm -hmm. played on a bunch of stuff. And then like, then you find out, oh, not only did he do that, but he also uh, arranges music and and does music for for films and television. And then I find out, freaking last night, he's a best selling author, and I'm like, shut up, stop it, stop. And it. then. And then his son is in a very successful band. I don't know very. how much he'll want to talk about that, but like extremely successful band. It's One all of my very favorite cool. bands. Yeah. So you'll yeah. be yeah. Get your get your questions ready. We'll and when for when we have uh, Brian Hayner on. He's really he's a genuinely wonderfully nice, funny, charming, well, low key. He's a really cool dude. He's a very cool dude. I'm going back to the movies on Tuesday. What are you seeing? I'm seeing Unplanned. Oh my gosh. That was the other thing they wanted me to talk about this morning or tomorrow morning on Fox News. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that was great. Did you hear what happened with their Twitter account? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird how but, it like magically, mystically got shut off and then shut back on? They had 8,000 followers. After they got banned, they have 90. Yup. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens. You just made them a bigger deal than they were ever going to be, and it totally outperformed expectations this weekend. Well, it's – we once again, just as you guys know because you listen to the show and you're already going, we had a wonderful piece on uh, on planned uh, on, the, uh, on the website, theloftestparty.com. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was fantastic. I did a little research into it. I think Paul might have written the piece, uh, Paul Hare. Pick up his book. Pick up his book, you guys. Go to Amazon. Look up Paul Hare. Buy his book. We got to. We have to support. 
We have to support people on the right who who make things and create things out of nothing. Go buy Paul's book. Well, so, um, what I don't understand is this movie, and maybe it's the producers. I think they did a movie called God Isn't Dead or something like that that did yeah. pretty well. But these people got their their movie into wide release, but Nick didn't get Gosnell into wide release. Well, I I think um, that's Plan- a, it's a very Planned interesting thing. Parenthood looked terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, the thing that I found interesting about Unplanned, just on a little bit of research, is like this is the woman who was really high up in Planned Parenthood yeah, for years and years and years. Director. Yeah, yeah, uh, and Happy and then Johnson. came the fate the fateful day. She I guess was uh, part of uh, one of the procedures and then she had to tap out and now she's a, a very vocal and it's I, I was ready to go off I was ready to go off on uh, uh, unplanned it's fantastic go see it go see it support that uh, that whole endeavor yep, go on like, Tuesday that's great and now like you've got uh, Georgia I guess just planned that heartbeat bill they, they yeah, passed that yeah. governor's and gonna now, sign it and and like Everyone is everyone in Hollywood is like, well, I guess that's it. I guess we're not going to film anymore in Georgia. And I'm like, yeah, sure, like a whatever. B list. Like I didn't see anybody on that list that's doing it. Alyssa Milano, please don't come back. The last time you were here, you were comp- campaigning for John Ossoff and offering to drive people to the polls for free. Like, please don't come back. I don't care if you never set foot in my state again. <laughs> The joke is, the joke I was going to do is like, so Alyssa Milano says uh, she's not going to be working and she's not going to be filming in Georgia. She's boycotting Georgia. Evidently, she's also been boycotting regular Hollywood for the last 10 years. Right? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't like to make fun of people for not being able to get work. Alyssa, she's found her, her, she's found her niche. She's found her niche. She likes to loudly. content commentator? Yeah. Yeah, she likes to loudly spout off about things that she legitimately doesn't understand and that she legitimately hasn't thought through. And that she she like has she's like a a knee jerk and then she, she just has her first reaction, then she just goes with it and just yells it to the mountaintops. She's an intersectional mess is what she is, and if she doesn't stop talking about the border, I'm gonna have to mute her. Or I'll get uh. myself banned. Because guys, March over a hundred thousand. This is the highest level since two thousand eight, and I'm pissed. Shut it down. Shut it down. It, shut it down. Shut it down. This is it's what happened to Reagan. You know, I know. You, you once you once you say once you stop the shutdown and there's no threat because you can look at the numbers. As soon as Trump got elected, everybody was like, "Oops!" and the numbers went way down because they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, he's going to be hardcore," and then. Uh, they see like, oh, nothing happens to you. In fact, not only do things not happen to you, there's pro- there's even more protection for me. And then here comes the wave, just wave after wave after wave. These numbers are insane. These numbers what, are insane. Did you see what CBS did today? I did not. I was in a van. How the coyotes help people through the dangerous jungle or some kind of garbage headline like that. That's How just outrageous. The coyotes help. Oh my god, they got absolutely freaking roasted. <laughs> it's it's They're every criminals. time you think you see 
the last headline that can blow your mind. Here comes another one. Here comes, there's another one right down the, the street. Hero Coyotes. They also give the girls free birth control. I wonder why. Oh my gosh. They did, that's out, that's insane. They didn't write that in the article, but that's what people were responding with. Okay, good. That's, yeah. that's, that's very funny. That's very funny. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just like, I mean, uh, me, do it. you think people are stupid? They do. These they really do. These people are taking money from desperate people. And you know what? Trump said, I don't know if he said it on Friday. I don't know if Congress is going to agree, but he's like, cut off all aid to the triangle. I'm like, good move. Yes. Good move. Yes. I, I, we're going to have to feed all their people. You're damn right we should cut them off. Why, why are we giving – and I, I, I said this in a video months ago. Like why are we giving billions of dollars to these countries? It's, you're literally flushing it down the toilet. You're flushing it down the toilet. It's a ginormous waste. Here's the here's the other story that I wanted to get to that I just I feel I feel I feel bad about it and it's it's a it's a warning sign it's a, the canary in the coal mine they have another delay in Brexit another delay in Brexit oh, yeah that country's gonna bust you know all you know, the protests we don't see from France you're gonna start seeing them in the UK France that that has not stopped they've they're still no. going every weekend every weekend those yellow vest people are day. out there. They burned some historic bra. I was trying to find a picture of it for you. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like some historic brassiere in a museum, and they burnt it up by mistake. Oh, that's too bad. Here's my new thing. I'm still keeping the, the Saturday booty going. Saturday booty's fantastic. And now I'm going to be doing, uh, I believe I'm going to be doing either uh, titty, titty Tuesdays or ta-ta Tuesdays. There's just, there's just okay, too many. you don't go full boob because that'll get you in trouble. Oh, I'm not going to show nipple or anything, but it's okay. a one. It's like a salute to cleavage and a salute to the bosom. A salute. <laughs> I just, I want to have more fun. I want to have more fun. But the Brexit people, the I, I, the, my joke that I thought was very funny is like these people voted for Brexit. They pay taxes and they expect their representatives to do their bill, their their bidding. So now they're paying taxes uh, and they're voting, but their vote doesn't really matter. So they've. They're having to deal with taxation without representation. And I now... Think, I think we, like, unloaded a few boats over that. <laughs> I gotta remember us getting mad. I, yeah. I, I gotta remember us getting mad. I, I kind of want... I don't want violence. I don't want people to get hurt. But I would be so pissed. I would be so pissed if I voted back in flipping 2016. Yeah. Back in 2016, oh, we Teresa, went out. Theresa May's over over her coalition gone you know you know they're just playing for time you know they're just playing for time and and any day now you're gonna hear you know what we should vote again we should vote again i guarantee they've been trying that for six months they'll get it they'll get it through they'll get it through i'm sure they will and it's just it's disgusting it's horrible. It's horrible. It's, uh, I, I wish them nothing but luck. My heart goes out to you, you wonderful people of England, you sons and daughters of England. We will fight them on the beach. We will fight them on the ground. We will fight them on the air. I am going to wrap it up here. Okie dokie. Uh, yeah, I've got, uh, I've, got to, I've got to get over and do my sound check now. It's a, it's a beautiful space. Holy smoke. This theater we were in last night was just outrageously huge. They built it for... 
the world's fair or some crap. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just been amazing. I'm, I'm falling a little bit in love with the Pacific Northwest. I'll just warn you guys right now. Uh, I can, I, I definitely see the appeal, and especially Spokane. Spokane was like, really that. It, it it really got to me a little bit. It, it was like Boise, Idaho, another town that I just dearly love. So I'm going to go to Soundcheck. We're going to do another show tonight. Uh, this will be posted on Monday. Uh, happy Monday, everybody. And then hopefully uh, Tuesday morning, uh, the the Fox News people will we will have figured it out. It's they've been they've been so sweet. They've been so nice. They've been extremely generous like trying to arrange satellite feeds for my crazy schedule. So if you if you're working at Fox News, I'm I'm literally I'm not bitching about it. I think it's I think it's awesome. So I'll do Fox News on Tuesday. There'll be a new video on the YouTube channel on Tuesday as well. That'll be exciting and there'll be uh maybe some boobies. Uh ta ta Tuesdays. I think we'll continue on with that. We'll keep going with the Saturday booty. This last Saturday's was a wonderful one. Uh, did you see last? Did you see Saturdays? No. Oh come on! You got to get I, the No, program. I was doing a good thing. What were you doing? We had a benefit for our friend who suffered a heart attack, and we raised several thousand dollars for him to help pay his medical expenses. So I was cooking and serving all day long. Well, that's wonderful. That's a great yes. excuse. That's so a great that's why excuse. I didn't see your booty picture on Saturday. All right. Well, then go to Instagram now. Go to the Loftus Party on Instagram and go look at that. Uh, it, this this week's booty was spo- sponsored by coconuts. That's the other thing that I love doing. I love finding the picture and then the, finding something interesting about it and saying this week's is sponsored by blank. <laughs> it's I'm I'm a, I'm a child. I'm an absolute child. Okay, so I'm gonna do a show tonight. It's gonna be wonderful and uh, stay in touch. Break Everything's going swimmingly well. I, everything. Listen, and, and I say this all the time, but like the, the Facebook numbers are, they just continue to go, go, go. We're getting closer to 10,000 and 10,000 is the magic number for everything. We're getting closer to 10,000 on YouTube. And as we grow and we tell more people and people share and they talk about the podcast, it's really, and, and, this, and being on this tour, I just want to double down on it by uh, supporting one another and talking to one another and going, oh, I found this cool thing. It's like, you know, you're really, you're, you're digging the Ben Shapiro thing. So, okay, so let's, even though Ben Shapiro, God knows he doesn't need our help, but hey, that's a great thing that Ben is doing and Michael Knowles is doing this. And we gotta, we gotta keep talking about this and, and, and supporting one another and building. It's what the left does so well. It's what they do so well. And uh, the right could use a, a big, solid dose of it now. Now before going into 2020. Okay, so that's me on my soapbox. That was me being a little preachy. It was a wonderful podcast. Thanks for downloading it. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. For the love of God, start an account at theloftestparty.com. Start posting. Don't make me come over there and hit you, because I will. I will.